guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. I am Brad Silliker, one-third of your host, joined tonight by the other two-thirds, Andrew Beckwith and Lucas Candy. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Wonderful. So good. So good. Well, welcome, gentlemen, and everyone watching to episode 121. That means 121 straight weeks of this podcast, but this episode is called Thanksgiving Turkeys and Feasts. Now, I am getting a couple of warnings, gentlemen, from our program here tonight that... Uh, <laughs> that we're getting danger, some skipped danger. we're getting some skipped frames. Thank you Mandy for sharing the stream. Facebook for me guys, I was just telling you, Facebook's not working properly for me and I can't share my own video. Not sure what's up there, but Andrew and I are going to have to pick up the slack with sharing. Really get it going. And if you're watching right now, we ask that you click the share button to make up the difference because I can't seem to. So if you share, I'll feel good about that. All right. Well, we're not going to belabor the point. We're going to toss to Andrew and the tiebreaker. There was no music. Where'd the tiebreaker music go? Tiebreaker. I do like that you really gave it your best shot. I, well, you know, uh, uh, tiebreaker. Wait, what? That's not a recording. You say that every week? Every week. Every Su week. Surprise. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we're going to do a tiebreaker. If you've never been here for a tiebreaker, we have a problem, an issue, a conundrum that uh, somebody has sent into us. We're going to read that on air and then we are going to give them a verdict. We're going to decide who's right, who's wrong and uh, save the day. And if you have a tiebreaker, you can send it to us if you visit OxfordHolyClub.com. That's a great website. Send it in uh, anonymously or name, nameless, namelessly. Nope. Name. You can put your Named. name on it. Name it. <laughs> Namedly. <laughs> Here's our tiebreaker. Candace brings the case against her fiance, Weston. Oh, Weston. For the last few years, the two of them have hosted their friends for an annual Thanksgiving themed dinner party. Is it a Thanksgiving dinner party or is it? Yeah, a I was going to say, is it just at some other part of the? Is it in the in the summer? <laughs> Come on, sa save save all this for after. Come on. <laughs> this year, Weston would like for someone else to take charge, but Candace, with a K, loves to host and doesn't want to give up control of the event. Uh, first off, thanks, That's Derwin Klo, for the uh, the wow 121 episodes with the big thumbs up. Derwin's been there from like the beginning, which is awesome. So thanks, man. Love it. I, I was on the same thing. I'm like, what's a Thanksgiving themed, themed. dinner party? Like if I have a birthday themed party on my birthday, it's just a birthday party. Right. Right. Do you think they're faking it? Guys, listen, we're going to have everything, but I want you to know it's happening on the third, not the second <laughs> Monday of the, of the month. It's going to look exactly like it, but nobody be grateful. This is a Thanksgiving themed dinner party. My, my thoughts were, okay, so Candace is the one, the driving force. Weston is like, I'm just I'm too much. I just can't do it anymore. But in my experience, usually the ladies are doing the lion's share of the work on Thanksgiving, hosting Thanksgiving. Uh, not that the guy doesn't do stuff. There's bird carving. There's other stuff, but Man, usually, guy we need to get yeah. off the air right now. This to watch the football game. You yeah, know. I'm just saying, like most of the time, like 
I mean, I can speak personally. I do not put in most of the work. I do some stuff. I chop carrots. I carve the bird. Uh, but yeah, I'm not doing like much of the work. So is Weston like, is he really feeling tired or just doesn't want to do it anymore? Like, that's what I want to d- dr- drill down deep on. I, I think I get from Weston a, a sense of they've been doing it for so long. It's time for the friends to kind of reciprocate. Pass the torch. It, right? Like if if we all lived close to one another, thanks, Tiffany, for the share. If we all lived close to one another and decided we would do Thanksgiving and we invited you guys, I don't know that I would have the sense of, okay, we did it this year, so now you guys do it. But I, just knowing you... Two, I think that we would have a conversation about it and be like, hey, we'll host it this year. And and then one be like, well, we'll host it the next year. I mean, for heaven's sakes, we all bought each other stereos for our wedding. We we if we could <laughs> if we could organize that, we could probably handle organizing three years. Surround of sound system. That's yeah, that's they right. stereos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mandy, pass the torch. Everybody take everybody take a turn. I think that's what I think I think that's what Weston is is looking for here. Mm-hmm. But like, it but could, it's expensive to uh, host a meal. You know, maybe okay. he just doesn't want to take the burden financially anymore. That's Did you true. say bird? Bird in. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's still financial. Do you think? <laughs> do you think though that when you host a meal, is it wrong to ask people to bring things? Or oh, no. Thanksgiving, I think it's expected that you're going to bring some, like some a significant part, especially if that's how it's set up, like a potluck. Sort of deal. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but for me, I, you know, I have an aunt that always makes the coleslaw and an aunt that always brings the marshmallow green stuff. Um, and I didn't think that was a thing other than in like cartoons and like Fresh Prince of Bel Air episodes. No, we're living it. Um, and in West Point, Adelphia, born and raised. Anyway, <laughs> nice. Thanks, man. I guess my point is, is that my family is all, we've always grown up with everybody brings this basically the same thing and they handle it each, each year. So it's never a huge burden on people. So does that mean like you have to like, say you're the young couple coming into the mix, you got to wait for an older couple to die off and you just inherit whatever they brought. Like you you don't get any choice in the matter. You basically sit at the kid's table and, and wait for someone to go. Like, like vultures just you waiting, just, just waiting. <laughs> no, no. I think the new people get relegated to the roles, right? He, he has, oh yeah. Right. Well, it's funny because that's an easy one, but you can still like, you can buy a crappy role or you can make your own roles and really show them how it's done. Or you can just go buy like really nice artisanal roles at some specific place. You know, if you're just buying back here. Thank you, yeah. Michael, for sharing. Uh, hold we on. Are getting off track. Well, no, we're not off track because because this is all a part of the meal stuff, man. And right. And what control? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kelsey's got something. Maybe she's going to solve it for us. Maybe do a potluck style. Not in these COVID times, Kelsey. Uh, each person <laughs> oh, brings yeah. something different, but it's but it's all sorry. Um, but it's all planned for who brings what to ensure all the essentials are there. That's another conversation of what are the essentials for like two or three years. Our small group ran potluck style, but it was a specifically regimented thing where we, we rotated, there's five couples and we rotated locations. And then if you're hosting, you were the only one who, no, wait, if you're hosting, you cook the main dish, like the bird, and everyone else brought like you're on dessert, you're on side, you're on drinks, and then as you rotated, you got one week off where you didn't have to do anything, and then the rest you did some part of it, and it worked out really well. So you only you only hosted and actually did the main kebab or whatever like once every 
Fortnite. So it's not too bad. That okay. It it appears to me, Andrew, that Candace has a control problem here, though. I think is indicated uh-huh. by the question. I would agree. She does not want to give up responsibility of the rules. Well, because some people that's they want to make it their holiday and their thing, which I get that. I think they either have to host it like oh. if you get a group of friends, you either want to always host it or go on a very strict rotation. Uh, Tiffany Beckwith coming in hot with, uh, with uh, if your guests aren't polite enough to bring to offer to bring something to the meal, then they should be cut from the invite list. <laughs> that gets super uncomfortable, Tiffany, because usually Thanksgiving dinners are like family, generally speaking, like immediate family. You cut. You cut. But you got to do like the obligatory, like, can I bring something? Can I bring you're something? Like, oh. you're like, please, of no, course. Please, no, please, no. Can I bring something? No, we're good. <laughs> Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, I have this really special three bean, three bean dip that's really hard to make. Can you make that for it? No. Did know, we just that. have a conversation about this, about bringing stuff and like how bringing KFC was the best thing ever? Was that? Yeah, oh, I think a couple yeah. episodes ago. And I mean, that's like a power move at like a potluck or something. You're, you're establishing yourself as the alpha if you bring <laughs> KFC to a potluck. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I don't know what to tell. I I, I feel bad for Weston that, it, that, that like – I would enjoy for us to be able to host um, once, but I think if we had a group of friends that we were doing it with, I would hope that that group of friends would have the conversation of let's make it a potluck style or let's and and do rotating like what you said with your small group. To me, that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But Big if time. but if someone starts to emerge as a power hungry dictator in in the Turkey Wars, that's got to get dealt <laughs> yeah. with. No, but if if you're just like basking in in the glory of their power hungriness then why not just let them do it like if you're not oh, weston no, you're gonna cook meals for me and do <laughs> yeah. all the cleaning and do all the dishes and weston has to deal with it all maybe weston <laughs> doesn't do the, the, the making maybe he's doing the cleaning up after and that can be a lot so yeah it takes more time to put it together and and then clean it all up than it takes to eat it i'm sure weston enjoys well maybe she sucks at turkey dinners what if she really wants Ooh. to do them, but is really bad at them? Uh, he's he's been eating burnt bird for years now, and he's trying to find a way out. Oh, scorched! Turnip. I'm just tired of hosting. You know, I just, I just, I'm just so tired of hosting. Yeah, maybe yeah. someone else should cook the bird. You know, that maybe that's the idea. Oh my word, uh, Andrew, have we helped at all? Nah. Ultimately, I don't think they provided us with enough information to give them a suitable yeah. verdict. Too many what That's ifs. True. Well, too I, many intangibles. It does seem like Kelsey came in with the proper thing. I think the potluck style, at least in my opinion, that potluck idea and rotating. To me, that's what I think you should do. Um, yeah. And sign Kelsey up or or uh, Candace, sign Candace up for counseling. Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. Th- little Thanksgiving I'll time like with your counselor. Yeah. There you go, Andrew. All right. End of tiebreaker. <laughs> we we could plan it just like that every time. You're still in control, buddy. The the things coming up next says Andrew on it. Oh man, let's toss to me and let's catch up, Lucas. What you been up to? Uh, well, I uh, I thought I'd treat myself today, and I wore a brand new pair of pants that I bought and have not worn yet. Um, I thought I would put them on quickly just to make sure they, yes. Are they on, is, is this going to be a winter jacket thing? 
Oh my word, no! I'm wearing sweatpants now. Okay. Uh, so I I threw them on just to make sure they fit before I ripped all the tags off. So I put them on, ripped all the tags off. What about my day? Great day, except today after taking off my pants, there's still a tag on them uh, because these Costco pants have a thousand tags on them. Apparently, I took off at least three to four tags, and there was still one more. Thankfully, it was behind my belt, so I don't think anyone saw most of the ladies who would notice that my work would have pointed it out and laughed at me right away. So I think, I think if anyone had noticed, I would have been told. <laughs> How embarrassing. How embarrassing for me with like the size right on. It's like, Oh, didn't peg you for a whatever by whatever. Uh, anyway, so there's that pants air. I have um, so many weekend. jokes, but it's a holiness podcast. <laughs> North by Northwest. Now, um, yeah, so we did the whole turkey trot around, you know, the non-COVID parts of New Brunswick, which was great. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of circled Moncton. Yeah, just skirt to the outside. Uh, we went and uh, my dad was installing insulation in his attic. So it's like one of those like big giant looks fire oh, hoses for insulation. Yes. And he gave me the easy job, the kid job of just like shoving in the bags. And then he was upstairs, <laughs> like, you know, Been doing there. the job. Yeah. So, but it was like an hour and change. Like it wasn't bad. So that was pretty sweet. Um, and I didn't like totally destroy anything or make any big boo-boos. So that was always, uh, you know, good. Um, and then uh, when we were at the other end of Thanksgiving at the other Thanks, parents' Natalie. house, at Melissa's parents' house, they have this like big kitchen table. Like they bought it probably five or 10 years ago now. And it's like, it's it had all the leaves in. There was a card table on the far side. They didn't, you know, obviously all the grandkids and everybody there. And they also have a bunch of just, my parents were there. Um, a couple other, you know, like random family members were there. Um, and so it was like a lot of people, the kids had their own giant table of their own. And we're, we're there. It was of course, big feast, two birds and a ham, all that stuff. And ham, we we're afterwards we're sitting there talking and whatever and he, and I the table felt kind of weird and then I heard this crack and then we all like basically like they everyone's like everybody stop everybody <laughs> like support the table and they cleared everything off the table and then we like tipped it up to see like it sounded like something cracked anyway three of the four legs fell off at that point so. <laughs> It was just a complete, like, I don't know what happened. I think it was because it was so stretched out or whatever. But I could tell, you know, Sue, I said, you know what? You can say, like, how good was your Thanksgiving? It literally broke the table. And this was not a cheap table. So I thought it was quite humorous. I'm sure she did not. Uh, she's still living in that moment as we speak. But maybe it'll be funny down the road. Well, do you think <laughs> that she'll mind you sharing it? Well, it's already out Too late now. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to our podcast, so I think we're safe. Yeah, okay. Uh, so. Can I share the picture you sent us of the four men trying to figure out how to put this table back together? <laughs> yeah, you sure can. I, you keep talking about it, and I'll try to find it because my phone doesn't want to scroll. And uh, no, so anyway, it was just funny. And I sent these guys like messages basically updating them on the whole procedure. And while I was doing it, I said like, Oh yeah, there's four men already circled around it, trying to get it sorted out and fixed. And I said, I am not one of them because, well, <laughs> if those four guys can't figure it out, I am not going to be able to. And uh, and and they had actually said like four men, like well, you weren't there, I guess. And no, I was not. And Brad, I sent you a fresh one of the table, like up on its on its belly, with its <laughs> with its legs in the air. Uh, uh, my listen, but, my phone is just oh, you're. Do, do you want to show them? I can't seem to 
My phone is just no. locked up solid. Oh, there you go. There Thanks, it is, Andrew. It's, oh, that's what the with the Leafs put back in or whatever. So uh, it wasn't at full extension. But uh, you hate to as see you can it. see with the little spindly legs in the middle, it was like like that. But yes, it was quite funny. I, I think nothing still beats the time that uh, we were having um, Easter dinner or Easter brunch, and I was sitting in the chair. We're all talking, and I hear a little creaking sound, and all of a sudden the 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 wooden chair I'm sitting on disintegrates underneath me <laughs> and my butt is on the ground and my feet were on the table. And that's how it was like, funk, like that. And my <laughs> heels were literally on the table. And I, and then I was feeling this like just blubber monstrosity for this happening to me. Like, Oh, guess I need the reinforced metal boom, chairs boom, guys. Boom, 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 but then it turns out that it wasn't that because my brother-in-law was like, Oh, I thought I fixed that chair. I'm like, you think you didn't, I can tell you that. So anyway, so then I gave every chair a little wiggle before I sat on it after that. So that was <laughs> some that say was you're great. still wiggling to this day. I'm still wiggling to this day. Every chair. Yeah. <laughs> I have reinforced oak. We're good. Uh yeah. So that was my uh that was my weekend in a nutshell. Oh, that awesome. I really enjoyed your updates. That was always fun. <laughs> when whenever you start narrating your life through text, it's a good day. <sighs> I agree. Yeah. All right, Brad, what you been doing? Oh, well, like you guys, we're not going to have a whole lot of differences except our table didn't collapse. And uh, But we had we, we on Saturday went up west to, uh, to my mom's and had some Thanksgiving day. Or, well, thanks, it wasn't Thanksgiving day, but we had, you know, we had the supper with the family and all that. But because of, again, the COVID outbreak that, that's happened in New Brunswick, some family couldn't come over, and, and that was too bad. Got the camper done and winterized. That was fun. You know, got the antifreeze in through the lines and, and all that to make sure it was good. My grandfather, who uh, he let us in to the to the barn. Someone else put a trailer in just before we got there. And so Grampy was out at the barn. And uh, he's, I forget now exactly how old he is. But he just stood there and waited. And like, I was stumbling to get this thing all done. And my grandfather's sitting, standing at the, like, just leaning against the barn. And I said, Grampy, I can close the doors. And all these, like, no, no, no. And then he starts heckling me the whole time. And then he gives me, like, <laughs> I go to help him close the big barn doors. And he's just giving me the hardest time. Anyway, it was awesome. Um, <laughs> But, but I look the, forward to being the age where you don't feel the need to help people with physical things and you can just <laughs> comment. What? Like, I think that's, I've been an old man at heart for a long time, but I've only recently thought like, oh man, how great will it be when people just look at me and say, we won't bother to ask him to move like, or whatever the thing is. And you can just sit there and just make comments. That'll be super fun. I was, you at, get a pipe. Uh, I was at Thanksgiving dinner yesterday and my grandfather lives like two houses down from my parents and we just finished, uh, eating and he's like so Andrew there's a pumpkin pie over on my counter <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> uh, are, you are you just telling me that or do you want me to go get it oh well maybe you could go get it <laughs> um, so Joanne's uh, Joanne I believe is watching my mother-in-law her father Harold is uh, very active and awesome guy but the my thing I love about him is like a rock star he'll come to the family events and then all of a sudden be like, I'm done. Just like that. And he goes, well, going home. And then he's just Please. gone. And then he's just gone. And I'm like, I cannot wait until the moment <laughs> where I can just be like, I'm done. I'm bored of I this. Don't give I'm two hoots. Yeah. No. Anyway, so so that's, that's what happened. And then uh, we were supposed to go to Moncton, but obviously that couldn't happen because of the COVID 
uh, outbreak, we just, you know, health minister said stay clear. So we opted for that. And that sucked because we were looking forward to getting over and the kids are looking forward to seeing, you know, that side of the family. And Mandy and I were as well. So instead, Mandy, are you still watching? I need to figure out how much trouble I'm going to get in. Let's go for it. So instead, we decided to go downtown in Charlottetown and look at the scarecrows that are all set up around town on a cold, dreary, kind of rainy, kind of cold, did I mention dreary, day. Now, let me just say... Apple picking, better or worse than apple picking? Your thoughts? Oh, Mandy's still here. They were both great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Equally amazing. Equally amazing. I was I was in a foul mood. I uh, just homework stuff is was is ridiculous right now. I shared with you guys a little bit. Um, so I was just in a bad mood. And then, did you ever see? There's an infographic that I recently saw that demonstrates how a family of four can go from none of them wanting to do an event to all of a sudden they're all there doing it. And it's basically <laughs> this idea that the mom decides this would be good for the family. She's not super the interested family. in going. The family yeah. would enjoy this. And so she enlists the husband. Well, the husband wants nothing to do with it. I'll play the role <laughs> of the husband in this retelling. And let's, <laughs> let us say the wife says, let's go look at some scarecrows. It'll be good for the family. The kids will enjoy it. Well, the husband not wanting to upset the wife, who he says, sure, okay. Let's do that. Even though he doesn't want to go, she doesn't really want to go, but thinks it'll be good for the family. So then they tell the children and the children not wanting to upset their, their parents. Father. Right. will be like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They'll say, they'll say yes because they don't want to upset the parents. And so at this point you've got four people that do not want to go now in the van heading down in the dreary, rainy Charlottetown Saturday or Sunday, or whatever day it was. This is quite the infographic you had. That must oh, be the best picture yeah. ever. And all of a sudden, the four of them and a friend uh, that that the the son drags along find themselves poor walking friend. the mean poor, streets poor of yeah, mean streets of Charlottetown. And so that, my friends, is how four people not wanting to do an event all wind up at an event together. At, at, tell me, in, in this particular infographic, mm. at some point, are you driving, and the wife complains about the whole thing you're doing, and then the husband just looks over like this, like. <laughs> you sowed these seeds the entire time. I no, I was <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm, that sounds really familiar, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That? So, uh, so long story short, uh, we did that, and there were some pretty cool. Um, what was it, what we were looking at? Scarecrows. Scarecrows. And then the kids found a park, and we hunkered down there for a while. And, uh, <laughs> and in the van. Uh, other than that, you know what? Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I'm making it seem. It was a really good idea. The weather sucked, and I was in a pre-existing bad mood. So that I wonder what condition. percentage of family outings are done because someone saw some other family doing it on Facebook, and they felt like one hundred and one percent of thing. them. <laughs> Okay, that's that's the number I was hovering around, right up there. Yeah, it's like, well, they're doing that, so really, should shouldn't really be doing something like that. We don't do enough things as a family, and then there you are, off doing your pressing your own apple cider or whatever. Oh my goodness! So there you go. <laughs> I don't even like apple cider, but here I am. <laughs> Last thing for us, and this will bring us up to to uh, today was um, we couldn't go. To Moncton, as I mentioned, any so um, bad mood, which lasted all weekend. Yes, Mandy's saying you should ask her how her weekend was. 
<laughs> it was got, it, that's for the Oxford Holy Sisters to talk about on their podcast. What a great idea! Uh, we went. <laughs> we went and got. Um, we got invited to uh, friends here. The pastor and his wife, their kids, their oldest son and his wife and their kids invited us to come over for their family for the Filsinger uh, Thanksgiving, um, you know, lunch on Monday. Monday? What day is it? Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was. And it was it was excellent. We had a great time with them. Um, the food was amazing. Have you guys ever had this? Have you guys ever had this? Uh, it's a, it's a sweet potato. It's almost like it. Well, it's sweet potato with brown sugar and like walnuts. It's really sweet. Um, it's definitely calorie free. Oh, it's super good. It's like candy. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that was it. Then we went and bought pumpkins and now I'm here. And since then, yeah, I, oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, since oh, then I'm... I've, I've answered <laughs> in, in terms of homework, since then I've answered 12 discussion questions and written four or five papers and I still have four <laughs> more papers to go. Oh man. Homework. <laughs> Only Tuesday. I know. My problem with pumpkins is they come out and I'm like, oh yeah, pumpkins. I should buy some pumpkins, but I'm like, not so soon. If you buy them now, they'll be rotten by Halloween. Uh, and then all of a sudden, two seconds later, it's the day before Halloween. I'm like, well, it's too late to buy them now. I won't get to enjoy them. And that's how I almost never buy pumpkins because <laughs> I, I can't thread the needle between way too early and the day of. So your kids never ha- have had the experience of we got to find out what's going they, on in Andrew's life. But your kids have never. They've, they've they've done it. They've had the experience. I mean, they, they got enough pumpkins at daycare and school. Heaven knows. But I, I just mean like. I've done it some, but I'm not, I'm not, I might be batting 50% on year to year pumpkin usage. It is not the school's responsibility to teach our children <laughs> about pumpkin carving, how to jack a lantern. <laughs> they have no, that is, that is not something for the classroom. That is something that a father's, <laughs> that father passes your down. One job, Lucas, your one job. Andrew, um, what's been going on with you? You're supposed to, you, Someone needs to segue into you here. So what's going on? Well, with Andrew? as you guys know, it was Thanksgiving. This pa- I'm just joking. I'm not really <laughs> going to talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, actually, around Thanksgiving is uh, Tiffany and my mom's birthday on the same day. Oh, wow. and were they at the same location or different locations at the same time? You had to pick one. <laughs> what a conundrum. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, but it's suck. always good. It really helps in uh, remembering uh, <laughs> when birthdays are. So it's always good. So we, we did that on Sunday. We celebrated birthdays. And uh, Tiffany, if you don't know, doesn't like chocolate. What? So, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not into chocolate, and so every year I we get this. She wants the same cake. It's the strawberry cheesecake blizzard cake from Dairy Queen because there's no chocolate. They don't have that like cook. You know how oh, the ice cream yeah. cake has the chocolate crumbly thing. That's in why it? I don't do blizzard cakes because you miss out on the fudge layer and on the crackle layer. But so, anyway. so we always get this one because it doesn't have it. It and she, she loves the cheesecake cakes. Blah, blah, blah. So we always get that one. Ordered it. Actually, well, we were supposed to go to to Moncton and oh. so to, for her birthday. So I ordered it at the Salisbury Dairy Queen. Oh, no. And so, and then oh. that all went kaput. And so, um, this so Saturday morning, I like went on. You can actually order the cakes online, I figured out. So I went on, I ordered one in St. John. And then I was like, okay, I got to cancel the other one when Dairy Queen opens in Salisbury. So going throughout my day and then 
my phone rings and it says Dairy Queen on it. And I'm like, oh, Dairy Queen, okay. And they're like, hey, we just wanted to talk to you about your cake for tomorrow. Um, just wanted to double check. And I'm thinking this is the Salisbury Dairy Queen. Oh my and word. I'm like, oh, I don't need that cake anymore. Go ahead. Just cancel, cancel that it. cake. Throw in the dumpster. <laughs> they're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't need that. And so then I'm going about, and I'm like, oh, shoot. That's why they said tomorrow, because it's the other cake. So I call back. I'm like, yeah, I was just talking to you. I said I didn't want a cake, but I do want it. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, like I actually, I was super emotional. Like Salisbury Dairy Queen, but anyway, you weren't. And I, she's like, do you want the cake? I ordered so many cakes. He's like, I don't want to make you a cake if you're not going to come get it. I'm like, I'm going to come get the cake. Good for it, I swear. (laughs) Anyway, so get my parents picked the cake up. Last night, I cut into the cake, opened it up, chocolate fudge layer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no. So then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to deal with this like tomorrow. I'm going to call. And do you guys remember what my social anxiety yes. everyday thing phone is. Calls. Phone calls. Oh, on the phone. So, Hi, mom. so I like, I'm like psyching myself up. I'm like, Oh, is it really that big of a deal? I'm like, do we, I mean, it was just a mistake and she's just eating around it. It's probably fine. I'm like, no, they made, they messed up. They messed up. And so I'm like, and I get, when I get really anxious, like in something, I'm trying to like convince somebody. You swear a lot. What? No, I don't swear a lot, but I get, I get really like I not angry but just defensive really fast and so I didn't want mm. to make a big deal out of this cake and so I'm like just be cool Andrew <laughs> just be cool on the phone and so I'm like hey and I explained it and actually it went really well she was super cool about it she, and we have a free cake waiting for us whenever we want it and has the spe- <laughs> has the curse of the socially awkward phone caller has that been broken uh no it'll it'll poof. come back next time yeah, but it went <laughs> I manned up and I made a phone call. Yes. Yes. Hey, every, and you get to eat your sweet, sweet cheesecake reward. That's right. Every little no, victory. Natalie, celebrate I did, them. I did cancel the other cake eventually in Salisbury. <laughs> they they did not care. I was wondering if they would care because it was already made and they were indifferent to me canceling the cake. Did they you have a specific like that? Did you have a specific message on the cake? Dearest birthday, Tiffany. Dearest mother and Tiffany. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they canceled that cake. Like, no, we can use that. <laughs> Anyways, oh. that's my story. Oh, good grief! Send the free cake. No, I cannot. It's it's only good at the McAllister Mall Dairy Queen. Oh, the McAllister <laughs> Mall. I've not been there in a long time. I haven't been in a mall period in a long time. I'm sorry, malls. For some reason, you can only order online at the Mall Dairy Queen, not just the normal Dairy Queen in St. John. That is weird. They do not. They do not have the technology, which is email. <laughs> which is email. <laughs> Got to run a T6 line in there or whatever the whatever. <laughs> All right, Lucas. You're All right. Up. Well, normally we do a couple verses. I'm reading you a whole book of Psalms today, so uh, <laughs> buckle up. Here we go. Hey, you never did respond back to my message. Did you just look at the notes right before coming on? Uh, which I did. Although normally I do read it like the day of. Normally it's on my to-do list to read it like the morning of, but I've had a day and a half, which I can't get into on the air, but I could get in with you into with you guys after the air and I'll tell you all about it. And you might get a good laugh out of it, but did not have any spare time, unfortunately. So uh, this SMORP, we do it every week. The definitions aren't here, but you remember what it is. 
uh, scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. Uh, we're going to start off Nailed with... Nailed it. Uh, got it in one. Got it in one. Got it. All right. Uh, next up. So <laughs> Psalm 107 verses 1 to 22. Uh, here we go. I'm going to read. No one interrupt me. <laughs> I got to focus. Uh, this is NIV. Now, for the record, is this NIV what you wanted? Because normally it's ESV and, yeah, I, and no, someone NIV. got in trouble for it last time. Okay, here we go. Uh, I got to get the sillies out. Psalm 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from the east and west and north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way in a city where they could settle. Uh, no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them uh, by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds of, for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness and utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains, uh, because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled, and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them in their distress. He brought them out of darkness and into utter, out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron. Uh, some fools, uh, through their rebellious ways, suffered affliction because of their iniquities. Iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love, his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thank. Uh, let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Would you like me to read it again? <laughs> yeah, I need you <laughs> to read it one more time. You got it. Too, too bad. You can read it again. Uh, you folks can at home, you can read it. Uh, Book of Psalms 107, 1 to 22. NIV is the preferred version. Uh, so there you go. So uh, scripture, we re just read it. Uh, message, are there any words that are popping off the page at you guys? Sorry, I need to pop that up on the screen. Uh, unfailing love, which is repeated many times. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, let me, sorry, one second here. Uh, yeah, he delivered them was something that jumped out at me and give thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that first, the first line of give thanks and his love endures forever. You know, I think of like, you know, choruses from back in the day and, you know, worship songs and just that, that idea, like, you know, give thanks because everything is good. He gave you and he endures no matter what we go through, no matter the highs, or the lows, you know, mm -hmm. that endures. Mm -hmm. uh, so next up, um, what messages are you getting from, from this scripture? Sorry, have you moved on to the message or are you still on the scripture acronym? I was still on, I, I jumped over to the message, sorry. Okay. Unless you guys had more scripture that you wanted to. No, uh, no. 
what messages uh, has this uh, kind of taught you? Are you okay, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. We're bringing our A game to this. Lucas, are you, are you in the notes, my man? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's way at the bottom. I'm used to it being at the, No, it's not at the top. She's in the bottom. It's just normally not 10 scrolls away. Uh, all right. I see it here now. Message. What do you sense the Lord is saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? If so, write it down. You said that so forcefully. Okay, so so the message part for me um, is this. You, there, there's a contrast that's taking place in this scripture. People that are hungry and thirsty, uh, people that are in utter darkness, and uh, people that have rebelled and become fools, and what else is there? People that like... Some became fools and, and they've loathed all food and, and to the point where they're close to death. And, and yet when they cry out, God hears them and saves them from their distress. The message to me is this. It does not matter how far you think you've gone right now in this moment. You might think that you have done the, un, you've, you know, you've uh, had the unpardonable sin that there is something that you have done that is so bad that you cannot be forgiven for. This scripture says otherwise. It says that if you cry out to the Lord in your trouble, he will hear you and he will save you. And then to give thanks and for his unfailing love and his wondrous deeds for mankind. So in other words, you know, for me and for you guys, you know, we've received the Lord. He has brought us salvation. Our job now is, is, well, daily to let him to let him be Savior and Lord, but also to give thanks and let others know what the, who this great God is and make sure that, that we tell them how thankful we are. So to me, that's the message. There is, there is this uh, contrast between sin and salvation and that, you know, they, they paint the whole picture here of from bad to worse, bad to worse, bad to worse, and yet God will still rescue you if you would cry out. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been on my mind. Um, yeah, I kind of, kind of jumping off that and this is kind of similar, but, um, verses, uh, 11, 12, 13. So because they rebelled against God's command and despised the plans of the most high, uh, subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled and there was no help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. And we see this countless times throughout the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Israelites do this over and over, over and over and over again. And oh, uh, yeah, and I don't want it, I don't want it to seem like, it, you know, oh, well, I'm saying you get a free pass. You could, you know, do whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, but, but, unfailing love you know that's that's the key you know it doesn't matter doesn't matter god you know they made mistakes but when they cried out to god he was there and he had unfailing love and you know this is basically going saying exactly what you said brad but you know there is always hope there's always hope is it fair to say that 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 scripture that you just referenced shows that there are consequences for our sin yeah Uh that and that's a good point you know, it, it's not a free pass, but there is. Yeah, there's still hope. You know, a, a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You always get a do-over. You don't necessarily. You don't get a. Uh, you don't get your, sw- your slate wiped clean as far as like the consequences, but you you still you can start over whenever you want. Yeah. Mm. 
That's good. Lucas, I know that you're the one leading it, but anything for you? Uh, Yeah, Uh, for me, I was was kind of zoning in the last couple verses there. Um, Give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thanks offerings and tell his works with songs of joy. Tell of his works. And I think really, I've seen about that about like testimonies and really that that's really what a testimony is is hey let me share what god and jesus have done in my life mm-hmm. and a lot of the times that's what's going to that's the best witness is someone seeing your life and not how perfect your life is or how like you know unencumbered your life is it's like hey you have just as many problems as i do but you seem to handle them differently than I do, right? Like it's little things don't completely throw you off the rails. And, you know, you've, I've seen you go through hard things in your life and it doesn't completely destroy you. Like what is it that you're holding on to, right? And then you get to share um, share that story with them and what what is, you know, that you do have an anchor that is going to hold through all the storms. Mm. Um, and I think that's that's kind of a, a cool thing about you, you're going to go through bad times and even the worst things that you've done and, and the, you know, the, the bad things you've come out of, you can use that to help kind of point the way uh, back to God by saying, look how far I've come, but it's not me, you know, who's done it. Um, I've done it through his strength. And that's, you know, the, the value there of the testimonies really. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, next up is, oh, do you guys have anything else to add for message? No, I think I'm good. Good. Uh, next up is obedience. Write down one step of obedience uh, you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. It may be something you're already working on. Just Can I just say, Lucas, I think that this, the next few steps are important. I'm not saying that we have to go through all of them, but mm-hmm. it's great for us to have the mental conversation you know, that we're having right now, we can all agree on what we're saying here. But if it doesn't actually uh, happen in your own heart and like if your actions don't change, if it doesn't become real for you, then all of this conversation is worthless. If that, if mm-hmm. are you tracking with what I'm saying? So like we've been doing the SMORP for a while and, and at the point of obedience, it's great to have a plan or, you know, to say something, but if I don't actually live it, what was the point? Anyway, I'm, this is more for me, just to remind myself that whatever I'm about to say, I better live. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There. I get Any other obediences? Well, well, points of obedience? Yeah, I mean, for, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love. Like, I've got an awful lot to be thankful for. And does mm-hmm. that mean that my life is perfect? No, it doesn't. And if you were to look through my Facebook feed of all the lovely pictures with us and scarecrows and us with pumpkins and things like that, that all look, you know, but it all looks great, but that's superficial. Yes, it was fun. But, but the reality is, is I have an awful lot to be thankful for every day because of what God is doing in me. And, and I need to make sure that I take the time to thank him and, and not just that, oh, thanks Lord, that, that thank you, uh, you know, like, uh, bless the bunch as we crunch this lunch. Amen. Like not something with a little bit more substance. <laughs> it's good. Never heard that one. Yeah. Well, like we, it. yeah. You know, the, the old song, count your blessings, name them one by one. Right. Yeah. Like ima- imagine if we actually took that literally and sat down with a pen mm. and paper and, and did that. It would, you mm. know, you'd be there for a while. So for me, that's my step of obedience is to actually take the time to thank them. Yeah. So I think it's important. I was talking to, uh, leadership class about that. I even mentioned there's an old song, count your blessings, name them number one and saying, 
basically the fact that, you know, if you're not satisfied with what you have, you'll never be satisfied with anything else. Like nothing will ever, you know, quench that thirst if you're not content now. Like you need to be able to work on that. And we all need to work on that in some ways. And, and that's something I need to try to, not that I don't need to work on it, but I think I'm trying to be a little more intentional about instilling that in my kids. Cause sometimes there's, you know, there's, there's normal kid whining, but I think I need to kind of help. And obviously the only way to teach them that is really to model it better. So if, if I don't like something my kids are doing, I'm like, well, I just need to model it better. Cause I'm obviously not modeling it well enough for them to get it in the first place. So I guess that's something I can work on. Oh, too. There's a hard truth that just hit home for me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, obedience things to discuss? No. All right. Repentance. So write out any confessions that God reveals to you in this passage. Um, if applicable, write down any steps you are taking to turn away from sin for the purpose of walking in holiness. I, I would are just, we? I would confess of being ungrateful at times, not recognizing yeah. what I have. For sure. And, and I, I'm talking about me, not you. Yeah, for sure. I've seen you be ungrateful all the time. Yeah. No, me, me, me as well. No, Absolutely. Yeah, it's important to catch that early and often. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, finally, prayer. Spend time with the Lord and for all his blessings. Pray for anything or anyone he lays on your heart. Write down your write down your prayers. There we go. There we go. Uh, uh-oh, hold on. Stream just got disconnected. We're waiting for it to come. Hello. Video interrupted. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We just got uh, our stream just got interrupted. Hijacked, I believe. Something to do with uh, some election in the States. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Now Facebook's going to demonetize us. Oh, we make so many monies. We make so many monies. All the monies. Uh, Folks, we are going to, I don't know how this one's going to go. We are going to head off to the one off. Oh. Jeepers, I always forget how loud that is. I got to do something I love how you, that. the one in charge of all the music, is always so surprised by the volume of said music. I, I always, <laughs> I don't, I got to do a different stinger for the one-off or no stinger. <laughs> so, uh, so what I wanted to do with you guys, since it's, uh, we're just out of Thanksgiving, was to do what we're going to call a happy turkey day trivia. Happy turkey day trivia. Love a- it. And, well, let's see. I'm going to basically just ask a bunch of questions to you, Andrew, and you, Lucas, and we'll see how you do. And then when it gets uncomfortable, uh, Lucas, you just start reading the sign-off, and we'll get out of here. All right. Is the winner going to be named Top Turkey? You can follow our podcast. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Saw that one a mile away. (laughs) All right. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what can the winner be named? Uh, turkey. Gobbler. <laughs> gobbler. Did you say hop hot or what? Top. Oh, Top gobbler. Neither. <laughs> okay. I thought I said Bees? hot, hot gobbler. <laughs> hot gobbler. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, go for it. Here we go. How did Canadian Thanksgiving begin? Uh, after World War One. I've just how about, okay. How about how about yeah? You know what? Uh, why don't I, why don't we just let me let me phrase it differently? 
When was it declared a national holiday? 1919. Uh, folks, it wasn't until... It wasn't until... 1920. It wasn't until 1879 that it was declared a national holiday. Now, this was a point of conversation around the table at one of the Thanksgiving dinners we were at. So here we go. When is the Canadian Thanksgiving
and he kept feeding her like big turkey dinners so she'd nap so he could play with all her toys. Is that am I remember yeah. that correctly? That was a great episode. All right, last one. Why do we eat turkeys on Thanksgiving? Uh, uh, someone said they had ham. By the way, who had ham at their Thanksgiving? Thing? We all, we always have ham and ham. Yeah. We always have ham and turkey. So why do we yeah. eat turkey on Thanksgiving and not some other bird? Can anyone tell me? And then this will be the end of this. Because they have it coming. <laughs> well, it because comes, comes from they're the, big from the seagull puncher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're big enough to feed a whole family. The birds are like large enough that they can birds. feed a table full of hungry family members rather than a chicken. I guess chickens don't want to eat around the table. Plus, chickens and cows were considered much more valuable to keep around for their eggs and milk. Uh, yeah. They were highly Turkey's regarded. Only got one use. They were highly regarded back when Thanksgiving tradition began. By the way, wild turkeys can fly. Unlike domestic turkeys, they can mm-hmm. also run up to 20 miles an hour. We eat domestic turkeys, which have been bred for their size and speed of growth to the point where they now cannot fly, walk normally, or oh. even breed on their own. And with that happy note, Lucas. <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. Uh, and you can throw up the hashtag OH Club when you're talking about us, um, when you're visiting at Oxford Holy Club. And we would love a five-star rating in iTunes. And if you do, we'll even read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. You can browse our merch there and much more. And folks, we don't pay to advertise this thing. So if you could please click share right now on that Facebook link, that'd be fantastic. Help us grow this podcast. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.